Hey, have you applied to speak at Voice Summit yet? Applications are open until March 31st. So if you have something to say about voice, go to voicesummit.ai and click on apply to speak to be considered. Go ahead. What are you waiting for? Apply now. If you're a small business and you're not sure how or why to add voice to your digital marketing strategy, CEO of Data Driven Design, Paul Hickey explains exactly how it can help you. He talks about how and why he's such a fan of digital marketing, the voice skills he's created, how he's helping small and mid-sized businesses create a voice skill that meets their needs, and how he's educating the business community in his content and conference. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your co-host, Carrie Roberts. And today, my guest is Paul Hickey, the founder and CEO of Data Driven Design and the founder of the Nashville Voice Conference. Welcome, Paul. Thanks so much for being here. You're welcome, Carrie. Thank you for having me. This is uh, very exciting. I'm super geeked up about voice and uh, just super excited to talk to you today. Thanks again. Yes. And I know that you started your career journey in the sports and PR world. And in the amount of years that you spent there, what did you learn about marketing that made you want to focus on digital marketing and now voice specifically? Yeah, I was a sports geek growing up as a kid. I followed all the stats and used to pretend to be an announcer and um, played all sorts of sports. And I was in the NBA for seven years and had a great experience there, mainly in Detroit with the Pistons. I learned just about everything that I could possibly learn about business at that time. So at first, it was a lot of um, writing and sports information. And then it quickly grew into marketing and learning how you can provide value to other organizations using your own, let's call them assets and, you know, monetize things. So sell sponsorships, sell tickets. And it was really, it was all building relationships. So because it was all building relationships and understanding what's valuable to other people, what's going to put them in a position to succeed, and then how to kind of create things or create situations or deliverables that they can get excited about first, it became really, really easy to essentially accomplish you know, my goals and my organization's goals. So it was professional sports. It was kind of like high pace, fast pace, high pressure, high visibility type stuff. But I mean, it was really like business at its core. And so, I mean, I find that uh, a lot of what I do today mirrors that experience in understanding what the client's goals are. I mean, we're really in the business of understanding what other businesses' goals are and then helping them implement solutions to achieve those goals. So I think um, in many ways, my early career experience definitely still helps me today. Now, why did you decide to start adding voice to the type of things that you do? And I know you created quite a few voice skills and flash briefings. So I'd love to hear how you got into that how you created them, what they are. And then if you could tell us what you think is working well with them and what still kind of needs improvements as you continue on. Yeah, Carrie. So as you know, our name is Data Driven Design. And that name came from really wanting to be more efficient with everyone's time. So in other words, we used to get a lot of opinions that would bog us down when trying to make user experience design decisions for whatever project or engagement we were working on, whatever deliverables we were building. 
And so we quickly moved to, okay, what does the data say? And how can we use, whether it's Google Analytics or heat mapping or A-B testing, how can we use the data, the real data to make our business decisions and design decisions and, and help our clients? And so getting into voice was really as simple as like looking at the data and just seeing the growing numbers of the amount of people that are getting their information from at the time smart speakers, you know, the growth of smart speaker usage from I think, you know, 2017 through through 2018 was pretty huge. And then of course last year, 2019, it just continued to grow. And so um, when we started challenging ourselves to understand what are other ways that we can help our clients get on platforms where their audiences will be? I mean, voice quickly skyrocketed to the top of the list, I'll say towards the end of 2018. And, and that's when we really... Probably June of 2018 is when we really started building a lot of flash briefings and, and then voice apps, custom voice apps, Alexa skills, Google Actions, etc. And so can you tell us some of the voice skills that you've created? And did you do that yourself? Did you use another application? I'd love to hear kind of your process in building those. Yeah, for sure. So at first, it was myself as the owner of the company. We're a smaller company. We have about 10 people. So when you have 10 people full time, I mean, you can get a lot done. But a lot of times when you're introducing a new service offering or trying to introduce a new service offering, it literally is me, myself, figuring it out on my own, kind of being self-taught in a lot of ways. And so at first, it was building flash briefings myself. And then it quickly materialized into meeting with my CTO and figuring out, you know, what's the best way to try to code a custom Alexa skill from scratch? Because there were some things that we wanted to start to achieve. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit later about that skill. But just to kind of wrap up the answer to this question, eventually, we found tools like VoiceFlow. There's a tool called Engage by Voice. And there's a tool that we're actually, we actually just launched called the Voice Designer at thevoicedesigner.com. And those three tools are all different ways to essentially build Alexa skills and Google Actions without coding. So initially, it was building them ourselves between myself and our CTO. And then now it's very quickly materialized into, okay, what's the goal for the project or what's the goal for, you know, for the client? And then based on those goals and how we want the user to be able to interact with the skill and what we want the users to be able to do, what's the best tool to build it? And also I'll say VoiceFlow is a big one for us. And again, Engage by Voice has some great templates you can use. We do sometimes use Alexa Blueprints, not necessarily for client skills, more for just maybe some other skills that we might be using internally or to just create content on. And then um, our own tool, obviously, we're fond of the voice designer. So... Yeah, I'm happy to talk in more detail about all of that as well. But that's the general overview of how we got started and how we're building our skills today and, and our other voice apps like Google Actions. Yeah, and I'd love for you, before we get into that, you know, one of the things that I hear over and over again from people in voice is there's still the issue of educating people who don't know so much about voice, what it is and what it does. So I'm curious how you as an individual and as a business owner within this space, how do you showcase the value and importance of voice to businesses that aren't quite sure what it is yet or how it could work for them? Totally. And I love this conversation because 
I had to challenge myself to think like, how do I even make this voice thing relevant to business owners? Because the reality is for me in our business is that, you know, our clients are mainly either small to mid-sized level business owners that we're talking directly to and they're making the purchasing decision. Or a lot of times, you know, I would say the other half of our audience stakeholders would be like the VP of marketing at a mid-level company, like a regional company. And so for them, they all kind of fall into the bucket of, you know, they don't have huge marketing or operations budgets. They have money to spend, but they need to spend it super wisely. And they're really more focused on like what is currently on their plate. And so that typically covers like their website and maybe like the upcoming quarters, digital marketing initiatives related to like social media, SEO, and maybe even like print and outdoor, you know, to be honest with you. And so we don't do any print or outdoor, we stick to the digital stuff. Introducing voice, I knew was going to be kind of a marathon. So the first couple things that, that we decided to do, number one was build a skill called Ask Data Driven Design. So Ask Data Driven Design is a custom Alexa skill that allows our clients to ask Alexa how their web traffic is doing. And it's integrated with their Google Analytics account. And the reason why we decided to do this first is because our main differentiator when earning any kind of business is that we use data. And so our clients love that we use Google Analytics. They're all about it. When it came down to it, though, they were less inclined to use it themselves than they were to have us consult and and show them the data and what it means. And so knowing that a voice app can really save a lot of time, I said, well, if we understanding that you don't want a VP of marketing or business owner, you don't want to have to log into a platform and look at your data, would you ask Alexa about your data? And they all were like 100% yes and got excited about it. And so to really introduce voice as a possibility to businesses and to create a differentiator for us. We created Ask Data Driven Design and we give it away to anyone who does business with us. And they also get an Echo Dot that's like branded with our branding on it. And so it's a way to provide additional value. Now the second thing, and of course it was like a you know it was a good way to give ourselves a project and, and challenge ourselves to create a skill with account linking and Google Analytics integration and different things like that. And then the second thing we did was the Nashville Voice Conference. You know, I said, okay, I love doing marketing workshops, marketing workshops in front of like 10 to 15 or 20 business owners or marketers. Like those are fun and they're useful, they're mutually beneficial. And what if I do one that's a little bit larger, but it's just around voice? And so we did that in 2019. We did the inaugural Nashville Voice Conference. That was a hit. And now we're doing um, on August 7th, 2020, Nashville Voice Conference 2020 at the Nashville Entrepreneur Center. And we're really excited about that. So that event is really just solely focused around how businesses can become more efficient and effective through integrating an Alexa skill or Google Action or both into their operations and or their marketing strategy. Well, Paul, I want to congratulate you because everything you just said was not only so smart, but really fits into your vision of data-driven design and voice because you did exactly what you said. You looked at your own data, you did some research, you asked questions, you said, how can I use voice in a way that's going to benefit my organization as well as my potential clients in a way that I can use it for marketing? So you're bringing it to people, you're showcasing it to them. 
You're right. Google Analytics, if anyone has ever looked at it, it can be very overwhelming, the amount of numbers that are there and not sure what to look at, what's important. Even if you put it on a spreadsheet, it can be a lot for anyone. And so I think what's great about your skill that you're talking about is you can ask, you know, what's going on with it? What's happening? What have been the increase in traffic to my website? Which are the things people truly care about? So I love that you've created this from your whole ethos of what you're talking about. And it's a great way to showcase it. And then you're also kind of having this conference to answer questions and to teach more. So very, very smart. I think that's very well done. And for anyone listening, I think it's a great way to really showcase how voice can work for you and for potential clients for those that are unsure. So really nice job, Paul. Thanks, Carrie. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, you're right. You hit on a really good point there because like with Ask Data-Driven Design, we basically just took all of the like the five main questions that we always get asked and that we always answer. And we that's where we started. And so like anyone who is starting any kind of application, especially a voice-based application, I mean, I would encourage you to start with like something simple as a minimum viable product and then grow it out from there. Can you give us some examples of clients you've created voice skills for, or even if you want to talk a little bit more about your own and the data you've seen and what it's kind of showing and how it's growing for them? Yeah, absolutely. So one in particular, I'd love to give a shout out to a woman named Carmen Johnston. She's a great person and and she's a client of ours. And we've launched and are continuing to work on a Alexa skill and a Google action for Carmen Johnston Gardens is the name of her business. And I think this is a great example to kind of bring everything together. So she's a small business owner and she's also, you know, building a personal brand around her very successful business. And she's in landscape design mainly, but she also is a a master gardener and is putting out a lot of content around home and garden tips, recipes. We kind of joke around and kind of call her like a mini Martha Stewart. And so she's a content creator, but, but really, you know, like a service provider to her clients. So we've worked with her and she challenged us to basically build a skill with video capabilities because she noticed, and this is what happens when you really build good relationships with really good people. She noticed in her data that her audience is inclined to be around the home and ask Alexa or Google for some information, but then want to see it on video, you know, visually as they might be doing something else around the house. So it's that frictionless experience with voice, but then it becomes multimodal with the ability to see a video and then even touch the screen like you can on the Echo Show and so on. And so I'm really, really proud of this one. We've launched a skill called uh, Carmen Johnston Gardens. You know, you can ask Alexa to, you know, pull up videos of how-to tips on, you know, either home or garden recipes, uh, holiday gift ideas, different things like that, that, that Carmen specializes in. And the really cool thing about it, Carrie, is like it doesn't stop there, right? Because like anyone listening probably knows voice is changing so rapidly. So like from the different things you can do on Alexa presentation language down to being able to integrate Amazon Pay and even have Carmen say things like, hey, you know, if you enjoyed this tip, like you can add this to your Amazon cart you know, this product that we were using, you can account link it and um, make it searchable and just have this entire library of, you know, robust content that is very useful to, you know, her target audience in this case around the house, out in the yard, out in the garden, you know, really being efficient at home around the home. And so entertaining, having guests over and things like that. So really fascinating to work on things like that with people that really get it and understand how voice can be kind of part of the overall brand experience. 
And can you share with us, I mean, I don't know how long ago you created that for her, but how her or her clients have interacted with it? What did they have to say? What is the data showing from that standpoint? Yeah. So right now, I mean, the opening invocation or, you know, the, for those of you listening that might not know what that is, probably most of you do, but all you have to say is Alexa launch Carmen Johnston Gardens and you'll get an opening menu and uh, the menu will allow you to navigate. We've actually, re- another thing I like about this is we replaced Alexa's voice with Carmen's voice and she's got a great presence about her. And so I think that makes for even more improved experience. There are custom intents built in. And so the main custom intents, you can skip directly to holiday tips, home and garden tips, or recipes by saying, Alexa, ask Carmen Johnston Gardens for recipes. Alexa, ask Carmen Johnston Gardens for holiday tips. And then Carrie, we have built in close to like a hundred different custom intents to skip directly to a bunch of different pieces of content. And actually to go find those, you can go to carmenjohnstongardens.com slash voice. We've like just basically listed them out there. And that's going to be like, along with integrating promotions into her social media, her Instagram, different things like that. We're going to use kind of her existing digital presence as a way to educate her audience and her prospective audience on how to use the skill and what to ask the skill and different things like that. So at Carmen Johnston Gardens on Instagram, it's Johnston with a T there. And then CarmenJohnstonGardens.com slash voice. Those are two good places to go check out her Alexa skill. And so you're using, that's great. So you're using the data, not only what you're getting back from the voice stuff, but you're integrating it with the website, with the Google Analytics, with the social, and kind of looking at all the touch points as to how people are finding out about it, interacting with it, and then can use that to kind of make it better every time. That's right. And then the other thing I'll add to that, because that, that is a great question that you asked. So in the Amazon Alexa developer console, Right now, they do give you some data on... I would liken it to sort of Google Analytics top viewed pages data. It's kind of like that where you can go in and you can see you know, how many users are using the skill and when they've used the skill, which is great. You can also see the top custom intents that they've used and the top pieces of content. And so we actually just got out of a meeting earlier today with my team and with Carmen's team. And basically, the part of the conversation was around like, how do we continue to manage the skill? And You're exactly right. What we're going to do is we're going to be looking at as we add new pieces of content and decide what to feature as custom intents, we're going to use the data from the Amazon developer console that tells us what's being listened to most often and being engaged with most often. And then on the ask data-driven design skill, we actually built that out of the gate with account linking. So it's got a backend web-based dashboard that actually tells us like, if you were to use it, for example, to check the analytics of say voicesummit.ai, we can see how many times you've used it and what questions you've asked it. And so then we can take the steps to improve it based on how you've used it, for example. So you had said earlier that you started a conference last year in Nashville. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and how it differs from the other conferences that are out there? Yeah, totally. So it differs from the other conferences that are out there in a few main ways. 
One is that it's strictly about using voice for business. It really doesn't touch at all on voice for gaming or voice for home use, smart homes, different things like that. It's strictly for like, if I'm a realtor, what kind of Alexa skill could I build that would make my business different from other realtors' businesses, for example? If I'm in healthcare or if I'm in big pharma, if I'm, you know, whatever vertical I'm in, you know, should I be looking at building like a voice-based intranet and have it be an Alexa for business private skill? It's those kinds of discussions, which I know are happening at other conferences, but it's really only those kinds of discussions. Another thing that I was really proud of, of last year's Nashville Voice Conference, and we're going to do some more different versions of this coming up on August 7th, 2020. We actually built like 50 Alexa flash briefings at the conference so that we could actually show the attendees how to build the flash briefing and how to manage and add content to the flash briefing while they were there. So number one, it's strictly business focused. Number two, it's really practical and tactical. So we did an opening keynote, but then we really got into these workshops and and actually got stuff done. So I think those are two differentiators about the Nashville Voice Conference that I'm proud of. Wonderful. If people want to learn more about everything we talked about today, where they want to connect with you, where can they do that? The best thing to do is to email me directly at paul at datadriven.design. But I'll also say if you're not ready to email me directly yet, definitely check out nashvillevoiceconference.com for more information on the conference if you'd like to attend. And check out my Instagram profile and my YouTube channel. I'm constantly putting out content there. Instagram is easy. It's at data-driven design. YouTube is Paul Hickey on YouTube. And then um, I put out content every day on my blog. So the blog is dataoveropinions.com. I really think that the best way to engage with me or follow up with me is probably to check out the content that I'm putting out every day on those platforms and then go to the the conference website, nationalvoiceconference.com. But if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I really want to line up a time to talk to this guy, I'm happy to do that too. And, and again, that's paul at datadriven.design. Perfect. And the last question we like to ask on this show to help promote voice as a whole is besides your own, what is a current flash briefing or voice skill or experience that you're using and really enjoying right now? I'm loving the Echo Show 5 right now. It's got these great promotional visuals that are very engaging and enticing to go into different skills, like let's say the Food Network Kitchen or all recipes. I'm really, really enjoying being able to see the suggestions that the Echo Show 5 actually shows you. I think it's easily my favorite device right now that I own. And um, I'm just really, really intrigued to see what direction this goes in. My thought is that there's a ton of opportunities for businesses to work, build skills that get used and then featured on devices like this. So just named a couple skills that I like and then, and then my favorite device. That's now. And this world of voice is changing so rapidly that like, I really do think that next month, it's going to be like a whole different new slate of things that I'm going to be liking. But um, yeah, it's exciting. Thanks, Carrie. Yeah, thank you so much for being here, Paul, and sharing your insights. And I look forward to hearing more about all you do in the future. Thanks so much. You too. 
Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at M-O-D-E-V.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you next week.